Thank you to Verb Energy for supporting this episode of Rogan Reasoned. In need of a little morning boost or afternoon pick-me-up? Verb Energy's bite-sized bars pack as much caffeine as a shot of espresso, just without the coffee jitters. Actually, they are made with organic green tea and come in flavors like maple blueberry, coconut chai, salted peanut butter, and vanilla latte. And at just 90 calories, we can all continue to try and be our best selves in 2021. Are you in? Snag your 16-bar starter pack and get over 50% off using my exclusive link in the show notes for this episode. Be sure to follow them on Instagram at Verb Energy and show off your favorite flavor in your stories and posts. Hey guys, welcome back to Rogan Reasoned. I'm your host, Laura Swan Siegman. Today, I want to talk about something near and dear to my heart, scheduling. There's a mix of organization in there too, so you know I'm really getting my rocks off with this conversation here. I have been a lifelong entrepreneur, trip organizer, to-do list maker, and planner enthusiast. Seriously, I started my own, albeit fake, business around the age of three or four and never looked back. So since then, I've taken task management to a whole new level and have damn near tried it all when it comes to keeping things organized. Though, just because of my own geeky way I enjoy scheduling and organizing things, it's not always a blasty blast. There's still the execution portion, and my tactics haven't always been smooth along the way. Like anything else, it takes practice. It takes reps. You have to try new things. You have to fail pick yourself up, and move on. I have to say, one of the most revolutionary things I've discovered in my 33 years on Earth is time blocking and task batching, though. There are also some second cousins out there like day theming, but we'll get to that. Blocking and batching are freeing as fuck. Anxiety levels come down, motivation is high, and expectations are met. Where can you say that in other areas of your life? Hmm? Well, hopefully more. Soon. I'm brave enough and confident enough to say that by implementing a blocking and batching strategy for yourself, you can take that 40-hour work week and shave at least five hours off of it, if not more. If you don't control your life, it will control you. And as a self-admitted control freak, I take the opportunity to keep my day-to-day in order so that I'm actually living along the way. Have you ever heard the question posed, are you working to live or living to work? That's a pattern and a pit you don't want to get stuck in, living solely to work and do. It's time to take the block and the batch by the horns and dig yourself out of the productivity hole you've been sitting in. Guys, I love a good multitask. I will never take that away from you. I'm running a load of laundry while I'm on a client call. I get my Bravo guilty pleasures in while I tackle a run on the treadmill. I bring my laptop to the auto repair shop while my tires are getting rotated. But too much multitasking will start to diminish your productivity. We need to find balance and efficiency in our lives. Otherwise, we are just constantly getting by pushing things to the next day, and feeling terrible about it in the process. So how do we do that? 
blocking and batching. If you don't know them, let me introduce you to these pals of mine. Time blocking can sometimes be referred to by other names, such as monotasking, time chunking, and time boxing. Time boxing, which is a little different and gives me anxiety, and I'll, I'll get to that. But time blocking is a time management technique that divides your day into different blocks of time. During those blocks, which will vary in length as you set, you will do a task or a set of tasks exclusively. Example. You may choose to designate 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. for preparing client proposals. You won't be attending to social media posts, answering emails, or anything else. This is your time to work on client proposals, and you'd create blocks for those other tasks elsewhere throughout your schedule. Time boxing is similar, but more pressure in my opinion, which I'm not here for. It's not always realistic based on mood and motivation. While time blocking would say, I'm going to work on client proposals from 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m., time boxing would say, I would complete four client proposals from 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Blocking is more focused on work, while boxing is focused on completion. Pick your poison, but don't let it backfire. Another friend I'd like you to meet is task batching. This is the process of grouping similar tasks together to complete all at once. It's part of blocking in the sense that these are the categories, if you will, that you will be assigning to blocks of time. Maybe this means answering all of your emails and client questions in a set batch. Or when you open Canva, you're going to complete all of your Canva tasks at once. The branded client proposal, the social media assets for your next blog post, and a new Pinterest pin cover. They are similar related tasks that you are choosing to do in the same block of time in your schedule. I also mentioned second cousins. There are a few, but the one I think worth mentioning and inviting to the family is day theming. Day theming is literally what it sounds like. Picking a day to bust out something in one set area. For example, one day of your week might be an administrative day. You answer emails, handle invoicing, updating your accounting, and order office supplies. The next day might be dedicated to quoting projects or writing proposals. The next might be dedicated to planning your social media posts for the next week or month. Now, while these three are all a little different, we aren't going to treat them like they are for this podcast. They are the same concept with different flavors. The fun part? You get to pick your flavor. It's like going to an ice cream store. You're an adult, goddammit, and no one is going to tell you that you have to get a scoop of mint chocolate chip. Which, by the way, I don't like ice cream really, and I think mint chocolate chip is disgusting, but that's neither here nor there. Just roll with the analogy. If you want a scoop of chocolate and a scoop of cookie dough, you can get it. You can get Rocky Road instead, if you want. These are all just options for you and your schedule. So who specifically is blocking and batching for? Everyone, but especially people who wear different hats throughout the day, which again is basically everyone. If you're a mom and a career woman, if you are a solopreneur or small business owner and handle multiple roles within your company because it's either just you or you only have a small team, it's the dad who works, coaches his kid's team, and loves to golf when he can. 
It's juggling more than one client project at a time. I've never met a human who only has one responsibility in life, so this really can be useful to whoever is ready and willing to try it. It's for people who can't focus and constantly get interrupted, or who are constantly stuck in the administrative or cleanup phase of their day. If you are losing creativity, motivation, or sleep because of your schedule, blocking and batching can be a game changer. It helps protect your time, your focus, and your sanity. It minimizes distractions. It helps you spend less time making choices and more time taking action, all of which ultimately helps you follow through on your goals and have more time for yourself and the things you enjoy doing. Additional support for this episode is brought to you by Audible. I don't know about you guys, but at this point, I've pretty much run out of new episodes of my favorite TV shows, and I swear, they don't make movies like they used to. And maybe it's because I now have a podcast, but I've been absorbing a ton of audio content lately instead. It's seriously the ultimate way to multitask. And you all know how much I love a good multitask. Audible literally has thousands of audiobooks, podcasts, comedy, and more to choose from. And you can pause and pick up where you left off on another device. You can even have Alexa pull up your titles. What a time to be alive, right? You can get your free 30-day Audible trial by visiting www.audibletrial.com slash roganreasoned. That's www.audibletrial.com slash roganreasoned for your free 30-day Audible trial. Here's how my day went before blocking, batching, and sporadic theming. Wake up, check my phone, get ready get an email alert, start to answer the email, but then realize I have something to do on my laptop downstairs before I can fully answer the email, run downstairs and do the thing and then answer the email and then go back to getting ready. That person emails me back and I can now move forward on their project. It's on my mind now, but I was planning to get my show notes written for my podcast first. I tell myself I'll tackle the project for a bit, but then I get sidetracked replying to social media comments. I never finish the project before I really have to get my show notes in order. And now I'm not in a mood to write because I feel like I've got nothing truly done and my head is elsewhere. Especially since I now have a client call in an hour and that's not enough time to get everything on paper before I need to switch gears. And so on and so on. Can you relate? Yeah, it's a fucking mess. I sound like a 13-year-old girl in the middle of an existential crisis in her purple bedroom, elbows deep in a caboodle. If you know, you know. If not, we aren't in the same generation and we can still be friends, but you're going to have to look past that last reference. And I will look past the fact that you don't know how great the 90s were. All right, so on to the how-to portion of things. How do you go about blocking and batching like a pro as this podcast title suggests? Well, you need a tracking system, aka a calendar of some kind. It's a must. Don't fight me on this one. This can be a Google Calendar, a list in your notebook or phone, the ClickUp app you know I'm so fond of, whatever you need it to be. Color code it. 
buy highlighters, get fancy pens, whatever. Once you know your method, you have to determine your own madness. You need to know what the fuck it is you do and have to do. Make a list of all your responsibilities, processes, and goals. Then get upfront with yourself on how long it takes to do said things or how long it should take you to do said things. Then leave a little room each day for the things that come up unexpectedly. Next, I want you to figure out your work's importance. What are some of the shallow, basic, or mundane things that you do? Which task needs serious thought? What items are dependent on other items? This will both help you allot the appropriate amount of time and strategically place each task throughout your day. For example, maybe you do your shallow and mundane work first thing in the morning as you are still waking up, getting into work mode, and sipping your coffee. It usually only takes you about an hour to do all this. Then maybe you do your biggest, most time-consuming, most attention-consuming task next. You dig in, you get it done, and get it off your list. And that's kind of what I do, to be honest. I bust out the little things that hang over my head or prevent other things from moving forward early in the day. Emails, gathering notes, managing my client task lists. And then I focus on client work until mm, maybe like 2 p.m. 2 p.m. is when my mental mood shifts and I'm about done with people and their shit. Also, for writing, I know that needs to happen really early in the day or later at night. Just figure out when you work optimally for each task or responsibility so that you can arrange it as such in your blocked and batched calendar. And I'm referencing work here, but if you have the difficult job as a stay-at-home parent or you're a caregiver or anything else, you can still use this same concept with all of your responsibilities. Now, there's one more identification step before you start placing your blocks on your calendar. Identify the parts of your schedule, week, or routine that you can't adjust. Have to pick the kids up at a certain time each day. Do you have a recurring appointment every Thursday at 3 p.m.? Don't forget meal times, exercise, sleep, and self-care. Once you've chosen your method of tracking, you've named your tasks and responsibilities, you've identified their time investment, and noted anything that can't be adjusted, make a plan and write it out by hand or digitally, whatever works for you. I really love color coding my calendar blocks on the computer or using highlighters when writing by hand because it allows me to visually see and acknowledge each block better, but you do you. Highly suggest it though. And a quick note about day theming, that second cousin I mentioned. Based on my responsibilities, I can't adhere to this on an everyday basis. I have to work on client projects a bit each day, not just on Tuesdays, for example, but I still include it sporadically throughout my month, specifically with my podcast and with social media. I assign one day each week for podcast production, writing show notes, recording my episode, sending it off for editing, and creating social media assets. I also have set times for my social media clients, planning call days, photography days, and post scheduling days. And this is what I teach a lot of my consulting clients also. 
plan your social content all in one day. Photograph and edit one day. Schedule in one day. Knock out a few blog posts in one day. It makes it a lot easier and helps you get a month or more ahead. It'll be awkward at first. You'll find yourself picking up your phone to scroll through social media or peeking into your email inbox. Be strong. Hold yourself accountable. Set alarms on your phone. Put your phone in the other room so it's still available for emergency needs but isn't within distraction distance. Or use a time cube. Time cubes are actual cubes that you put on your desk and they act as a countdown for specific time increments like 60 minutes, 30 minutes, 15 minutes. They are available on Amazon for under 15 bucks and I'll include in the show notes a link for you just in case you're curious. Another tip, keep your boundaries. People, as in other family members, friends, or clients, might not respect them at first. For me, I did away with evening appointments. I've had a know-it-all client that felt the need to scoff at that and tell me it was a necessity for a business and that she wouldn't be able to work with me anymore if I didn't concede somehow in my schedule. Well, guess what? She isn't a client anymore and I'm not losing sleep over it. At first, review your time blocking and batching routine after one week. See how it's holding up. Then one month. Then switch to quarterly. It's okay to adjust. Just don't adjust every day or every hour because that is back to your old approach and that wasn't the best use of your time. Like I mentioned, I love schedules and organization and I would geek out (laughs) to see yours. So tag me in your posts and stories at Rogue Reason Podcast on Instagram. Use hashtags Rogue and Reasoned and Redefining Reckless and show me your blocking and batching revelations. Or tell me how much time you shaved off your week. Don't forget to include new episodes of Rogue and Reason in your calendar each week because I'll be back next Monday with a brand new one. Have a great week. Hope this helped and we'll talk soon. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogan Reason podcast, visit www.lauraswanseekman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.